Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. When someone we love passes over, a part of us goes with them and a part of our loved one is still with us. The love that we share forms a bond that can't really be broken. My guest on today's show is Sherry Dillard, and she wants you to know that the comfort and the love of the spirit realm is always with us, even in times of illness or loss or fear. On today's show, Sherry will share some wisdom about our unbreakable bonds with our loved ones who've passed and how we can communicate with them and continue our soul journey. So are you ready to meet her? Psychic, medium, medical, intuitive, and best-selling author Sherry Dillard is an expert at helping others to develop and understand their own intuitive and spiritual gifts. Sherry is the author of 11 books, including her latest one, I'm Still With You, Communicate, Heal, and Evolve with Your Loved One on the Other Side. Her books have been translated into 12 languages. Sherry's given more than 50,000 readings worldwide, and she's been featured on radio and television, including this program, including national television, for her work with police detectives in helping to solve the Stephanie Bennett cold case murder. Sherry holds an MDiv in metaphysics and new thought pastoral counseling. And you can find out lots more about Sherry and her work at SherryDillard.com. Sherry, welcome to Out of the Fog. Hi, Karen. Thank you Hi. so much for having me. Oh, I love talking to you on the air. You've been doing this work for a long time. Is that fair to say? That is fair to say. Absolutely. Even though you yourself are extremely youthful. Exactly. Exactly. What is it that makes someone connect with a medium? Because although we all lose people we love from the physical plane, not everyone seeks out a medium. Why does somebody come and see you? Well, there's a couple predominant reasons why. Um, Sometimes the loss is just so, so difficult. Um, It's something that doesn't make sense. It might be um, a child who has passed over or a sudden passing. But usually it's people are motivated by unanswered questions, by not knowing, by, you know, sometimes, I mean, there will be people that will come that um, have had a loved one that maybe had an illness, was older, and there was resolution, there was a sense of completion in some way when they passed over. But it's the it's the passing over that is very unsettled, that is probably one of the main reasons people come to see me. What kind of passing over would be unsettled? What do you mean? Um, like I said, sometimes if it's a child, that that's one mm-hmm. of the hardest ones. Um especially if a child passed over through um, drug addiction, suicide, um, a sudden illness or accident, Um, if there had been a relationship that um, never quite 
felt like it got to where the person wanted it to be mm-hmm. in terms of there was maybe not good communication or there was unresolved issues that hadn't been forgiven or talked about or um sometimes people will come because they weren't close to their loved one when they passed over they were either estranged from them or they were just physically not there um and so that's a sense of it's hard sometimes if we're not close to someone we love when they pass over it can feel like kind of what happened to them where are they um so those are the kinds of things normally that kind of feel uncompleted to people from your experience what happens when someone passes is it is it different when we pass through accident or through long illness through violence or through peaceful passing away is the experience of leaving the body is and what happens after is that the same no matter what the cause of the passing is well in my experience what seems to be even more um kind of indicative of what's the the uh, loved one will experience is more who they are more how they live their life um we we tend to pass over very similar to the way that we have lived now i know that doesn't sound i'll explain it um but for instance someone who had a strong spiritual sense of self of life of god or spirit whatever that might be when they pass over they're more likely to feel that presence very quickly everybody does i don't want to make it sound like some people do and some people don't but there's a sense more of um less fear i guess in passing and more of a sense that i'm not alone and very quickly they're aware of what's happening and can embrace it as opposed to someone who may have been um believing that you know when the physical body dies that's the end of it i will no longer be here and my consciousness will no longer exist um they still will experience an incredible amount of love and a sense of um being still alive but they might not um sometimes believe it or not they'll kind of even go to sleep because it's a little overwhelming it's something that they kind of don't fully believe in mm. and sometimes they'll sleep for a little bit of time and then slowly gradually wake up and be able to accept wow here i am they have no kind of real sense of what that really is and so that passing might be slowed down. Now, you mentioned accidents, things like that. Um not usually, but strangely enough, I know you would think it would happen. I would think so too, but strangely enough, the experience of passing over through an accident can be very similar to passing over over a long illness and kind of gradually leaving. um in the way that people are greeted by loved ones they're greeted by you know that sense of love that overwhelming sense of spiritual love of connection and um and and they're fine they're absolutely there's no pain there's no fear there's no suffering so that's everyone who passes will have 
that experience it's offered. And like I said, sometimes people will go to sleep. It's a little too overwhelming, um, but usually not, you know, even though it might've been a very traumatic passing. Now there is exceptions at times, if it's children who pass over through some kind of trauma, I found sometimes what will happen and even if actually with people who pass over through d- drug addiction or suicide, they'll still feel what I just described. They'll still be in the presence of loved ones, a sense of love, a sense of higher being. Um, but they may also have more of a sense of a, of a angelic guardian with them. There are spirits that come that really tend to people who have had trauma. It's, it's not really different than the other in terms of it's not a different presence. It's just closer. It's stronger. It's always there kind of following and guiding and leading people. But it's, it's like, it just doesn't go away. It's just watching us close to us and um, helping us through our life review and kind of just really, really with us. Now you share in the book, um, the the process that your ex-husband who's now in spirit had shared with you about his life review the life review part has always made me a little nervous because i can think of a lot of things that i've done that i'm not proud of and a lot of ways in which i have not right always lived all perfect and good Mm -hmm. what is the experience of the life review like and and what did you learn from that connection with your ex after he passed Well, I think what you just brought up was a really good, very, I'm glad you said that, because I think that's true for everybody. I think we all have had things that we regret, that we're embarrassed by, that given another opportunity, we would probably do very differently. And sometimes those things kind of sit with us and cause us a fair amount of suffering. Um, And the life review it's not a judgment. It's not even a sense of really focusing on those things. Um, It's not it, it, what it is. And it's hard to understand this because we're always thinking through a human mind, but it's an uplifting to a spiritual sense of life. So, and, and, and meaning of what we experience. So in the human sense, we might have regret, feel guilty, feel shame, but the life review is not done through a human perspective. It's done through a spiritual understanding. We're lifted out of that consciousness and into the awareness that when, when we go through the different things that we experienced, what we, what we find is there's love with us the whole time. There, there's love with us when we have done something that we're ashamed of. There's love and always forgiveness in every step we've taken. And the life review wakes us to that reality that it is love and it's always been love and it has never been judgment. And in that awareness, we realize that there always has been forgiveness. There's never been a moment that we haven't been, you know, there's no, there's no right or wrong on, on that level. There's only what we've experienced and the progression that we've made in our consciousness, our awareness more toward the spiritual understanding. Now, when my husband, my, my husband passed over, um, we had uh, not been married for a very short time before. Uh, well, not very short, but 
he hadn't been we hadn't been together um but it hadn't been that long of a period of time and i didn't know at the time that he i it was a complete shock to me when he passed over and um he started to come to me and just kind of share with me what he was experiencing but most of what we shared was the process of what he was going through in the life review which was really understanding what our relationship was about and i would get that just through these intuitive insights and he really wanted to share why he had had an addiction problem and instead of we you know that's what ended the marriage and so instead of resolving that or looking at that at the time it was just his way of he was in denial and didn't want to not do what he was doing so uh we did break up but he explained that he talked about that he showed me um and and at the same time i felt things that i could have done differently and just like i remember one of the one of the things that stuck with me with with what we were going through was um soon before his um we had split up he was a musician and he was playing at this outdoor um event and for some reason it's so funny how we just remember these things i remember i was standing near the stage and he looked at me and for some bizarre reason i rolled my eyes at him and i don't know why i did it but at the time i when i did that he i i felt that he felt a bit of shame or just like i was i don't know i felt like he saw that as maybe i was judging him and it was such a small thing but it just lingered and lingered with me that i had done that you can see i'm like ultra sensitive to everything but yeah um but anyway that came up that was one of the things that came up that um seems so minor at, at, you know when when we do these little things but um yeah it was just kind of it was good it was very good it, i was so thankful that we had experienced that together and that's really why i wrote the book was because i work with so many people that like i said come with unresolved issues with people with loved ones and it's so hard when someone passes over and we haven't things sit with us and i wanted to help people to really get through that and to grow and that's why the book is really about evolving with our loved ones and knowing that the journey continues even after they've passed over you're listening to Out of the Fog. I'm talking with Sherry Dillard. Her new book is I'm Still With You. Communicate, heal and evolve with your loved one on the other side. You can find out more about Sherry and her work at sherrydillard.com. So Sherry, when we communicate with our loved ones in spirit and we can we all are able to do that, right? When we communicate with them, are they communicating with us from that higher spiritual sense? Or are they communicate right? Because here's because uh, I'm wondering: is someone who is judgmental of me in life, for example, displeased with me? When I connect with them on the other side, will they still hold that judgment? For example, no, they won't. What they'll hold, what they'll be aware of, is that they did judge. Hmm. But that will be met with love. Yeah. So when you 
meet people who might be a, who might want to communicate with their loved ones in spirit, but be a little nervous because of that. Um, so if I connect with my great aunt, I'm making these names up, great aunt Matilda, and I connect with her and her message from the other side is you're doing a terrible job and I hate that sweater and I never liked that anyway. That's not going to happen, is it? Or is it? Oh, gosh, no. Okay, good. No, no, no. If that happens, then I would not trust the source, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that they what they would be reading if that happened would they were not connecting to the person. They could be reading the thought form connected to that person, and, and sometimes with mediums that will happen. I, I it probably didn't make sense what I said, but thought forms will linger. Like what you just described with your aunt, that sense of judgment. Sometimes if you're not really reading, connecting with the spirit of someone but looking at the energy of the relationship, you might read something like that. So Mm -hmm. if it happens, know that they're not reading, they're not actually connecting to the loved one. They're connecting and reading what the relationship was like. And there's a big difference. So when we want to communicate with our loved ones in spirit, it sounds like we can be open to hearing in love what we might not expect to hear. Is that fair to say? It's it's very fair to say, but I'll tell you what usually happens, though, is that this happens all the time, really, is because, um, you know, like I said, people will come because of unresolved relationships or um, and a lot of times people will come in that, you know, the person didn't even want to necessarily talk to because it had been a difficult relationship. But what usually will happen is that the person comes in and I feel them, I can describe them, I can see what they look like, but boy, are they quiet. They are quiet. They they just, they want to be there, but sometimes it's funny. Um, they just have a harder time opening up and saying, I'm sorry, or I love you, or I know what happened. I mean, eventually they do, but I usually, I kind of encourage them a little bit, but um yeah, but they it, it is kind of funny. What are some ways that we can know that our loved ones in spirit are with us, that that bond is there? Well, you know, there's um, there's so many different things people do from the other side to let us know. Sometimes they'll send us synchronicities and signs, um, birds, all different things. Um, we'll hear a song in our head that maybe we associate with them or it's a message from them in the song. Um, They might knock things over like pictures or things like that. And sometimes honestly, and people discount this, but one of the most common ways is just feeling love, feeling, feeling your heart opening and feeling a sense of love for the person or even thinking about them. A lot of times that's intuitively we're, we're aware of them, but we, we don't think that we just think, Oh, we're thinking about them or all of a sudden, you know, I just thought about you and I felt a lot of love or I missed you. A lot of times it's really because they're right there with the person. How can we uh, continue that communication? How can we heal? And I love this part of your title evolve with our loved ones who are on the other side, because they're different, right? Because they've transitioned. We're right. still kind of here stuck with all our stuff yeah. right. <laughs> that we had before. 
Well, I, I, there's there's several exercises and meditations in the book that um, can be helpful to kind of getting going on it. Um, but just to simplify right now would be one of the things I talk about is we can use memories and photos to start to connect with our loved one a little bit more and to, um, you know, when I talk about evolving um, with our loved ones, a lot of times it has to do with reviewing our review of different memories that come up, different experiences we had with them and learning from that learning. What did I learn in that? What, what was that really about? Why did that come into my life? And um, just doing that means that we're lifting into a higher awareness that they're a part of, because that's one of the things they're doing is they're learning about their soul journey why did that happen? Maybe there was some reason we could never resolve this issue or some reason why you came into my life and you brought me so much love. What, what do I do with that love now? Where do I go with this? And when we ask those deeper questions, we're lifted into our soul energy and that's part of the journey with them. Now, Sherry, I know we're coming just down to the end of our time together. Can you let the listeners know how they can connect with you to book a session, to take classes, to find more of your books. Sure. I'd be happy to. My website is sherrydillard.com, which is S-H-E-R-R-I-E-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. Most all of my information is really on the website. And my email address, uh, if anybody wants to contact me, is grace dot sherry at gmail.com wonderful um what is next for you i'm always excited i love reading your books so i'm always excited well now what's next <laughs> you know this is the first time in a while that i'm really kind of taking um a little bit of time there's something coming i'm not sure what it is yet but you know the world is evolving so fast right now and I'm really kind of listening, listening, listening. There's a bit of a shift for me going on too. So I'm not sure what's coming yet for me well, with writing. Um, something will. Something's on its way though. Oh, I love it. Well, whatever comes, whatever is next, um, you are always welcome back here. Sherry, thank you very much. Thank you, Karen. It's always a pleasure. I love being on your show. Thank you. It's the feeling is mutual. Um, thank you. That is Sherry Dillard. And now her newest book is I'm Still With You. Communicate, heal, and evolve with your loved one on the other side. You can find out more about Sherry and her work at SherryDillard.com. And that's S-H-E-R-R-I-E-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. As I was reading Sherry's book, which is full of all these really cool stories. I hope you guys go, go pick this one up. Um, it's full of these really cool kind of examples of how our connection with our loved ones in spirit can enrich our, enrich our lives. It makes me think, especially during this time when we are all face to face with our own mortality in a very, in a very present way, there's just a reminder to please live your life, every breath of your life, every moment of your life in the knowledge that you are loved, that you are held, that you are protected, that you are safe in divine light. And there is nothing that you can do and nothing that can be done to you that 
separates you from that life that can take you out of connection with divine flow. We can look away, we can fall asleep, we can make weird choices, we can try to ignore it, but we always, always, always come back to that divine connection. And that divine connection transcends the boundaries between what we call life and what we call death. So in these difficult times, live your life, every moment of your life, in knowledge of the way that you are held, known, guided. Now, you're always welcome over at karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out uh, information about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private intuitive session with me there if you are so inclined. And if you believe, as I do, that when we focus on peace, on positive change in the world, that that peace and positive change really can happen, that we make it happen through our collective intention, I invite you to check out openpeacefulheart.com. That's a project that my wife and I have been working on for several years now, nearly four years now, where we gather once a month for free guided meditation that's open to all that focuses on peace in our heart and peace in the world. When you head over to openpeacefulheart.com, you'll find a place to sign up for details of our next live call, which is the first Sunday of every month. And you'll also get access to a gigantic, I don't know how many are there now, a blue million archived guided meditations that you're welcome to use. Please do use those. Use those to remind you of the ways in which you are loved and held and precious in divine sight. Thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.